As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. He was called Cold. That was the name that he was called by. What's going on up there could be the most important event in history. Now I am become death, the destroyer of worlds. I said, I hope this is close to hell as I'll ever get. Hello and welcome to the Tales from the Dark podcast. I'm your host, Bob, here with my co-host, Brittany. Hey guys, what's up? Brittany, how are you doing today? I'm doing okay. Definitely better than Patreon app, that's We're for ex- sure. Yeah, we, we are existing. So as you guys noticed, there was no episode yesterday. We, this is a two-episode week. And now, that wasn't by design. No, that was not planned. We we started an app and it, it turned into the classic Forbidden app. Yep. So we 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 ended up tackling a viewer requested episode, and it, as Brittany just said, kind of went off the rails. So if you guys want to see what we're talking about, you guys want to hear this. It's about Roko's Basilisk. It's a fucking shit show. Yeah. <laughs> like you guys think halfway that, in the app, we fucking just lost it. So again, if you guys want to hear what we're talking about, you guys want to see what's going on. Head over to patreon.com slash tales from the dark. One dollar gets you guys started or it's ten dollars for the year. It was a mess. <laughs> this is one of the few episodes that it came with a disclaimer. Like as I'm doing my research, every article had a different disclaimer on it. Like, hey, if you're like prone to anxiety attacks, if you have problems with things like roaming black holes or, <laughs> you know, space imploding, this is not an article for you. And I'm like, what the hell are we getting ourselves into? 
And by the end, it kind of all made sense. And by the end of it, Brittany lost her mind. I was fucking pissed. I'm still kind of pissed, but. It's it's just very rare that our queen of darkness loses her mind the way she did in this episode. I was so pissed. <laughs> but the other exciting thing is by the time you guys are listening to this, Brittany and I will be on our way to Kentucky. You're probably in Kentucky, depending on what time you guys listen to this, to pick up our Challenger Furby shirts. And if some of you guys pre-ordered the shirts, if you guys haven't seen the design, not too bad, so sad. You missed the pre-order. It'll be up. Probably Sunday night, Monday, somewhere in that time frame on talesfromthedark.net where you guys can order directly from there and we'll ship them out next day. Correct. So if you guys have pre-orders, check your inbox. I'd say Monday at the latest. You guys should have an updated tracking number by then. The place that we uh, do all of our shipping out of, they do a great job of getting us tracking numbers usually same day. Correct. And the other big thing for us, we currently have a little poll happening also over on Patreon to decide our next merchandise drop. Yes, we do. We post it in the Facebook group, but just to let you guys know on here, we are having a poll for the next the next uh, little drop sees we got going. And let me tell you, I was surprised by the victor so far. So it's going until Monday. So you guys have until Monday to join. But the design I thought was going to win was winning initially. We checked back like three hours later and it was getting bodied. Yep, it's bodied. So, but not everyone's voted. So you could still get your favorite one if that one design decides to be your favorite one. Yep. And then you can also get merchandise uh, discounts. Brittany does a story time. We have a bunch of cool content happening over on Patreon. So make sure you check that out. And also, if you don't know what we're talking about, you didn't know there was a super special poll going on. It's because you're not in the Facebook group. So go join the Facebook group, like the page, support us on all kinds of platforms. It's a lot of, it's a lot of fun, but what's not going to be fun is this (laughs) is the second episode of for legal reasons. This is all a joke. If you guys didn't catch episode one, pause this, go listen, and come back. You got to know what you're going in for. You can't just go in raw to this one. <laughs> so the rules are pretty simple. No current politics. Whatever whatever topic you bring up. So basically the basis of the show is we just play the part of, uh, of your crazy uncle Dave, <laughs> who instead of sending you Facebook you know, links and articles through Messenger, posts them directly onto your wall. <laughs> of all the most insane conspiracy theories humanly possible. He most likely has PBR as his cover on Facebook. He's holding a bass of some sort. In a his little, profile. Yeah, it's a little close. You know, you can tell that it's kind of distorted in the camera because he wants it to look bigger than it actually is. But yeah, he's holding it in front of him towards the phone camera. It, it's also always blurry. He can never take a good picture. Yeah, it's 480p. But what we do is we will both present our conspiracy theories Whoever the presenter is has to argue on that behalf and try and convince the other person that it's realistic. And the last episode, we covered things like Big Book. That became a fucking meme out of nowhere. Uh, the moon and the sun have blankies that they pull over their heads at night. Uh, Finland's not real. That was a that was a hit from left field no one expected. Israeli war sharks are actually coming to attack. And this episode, I think, is going to be just as crazy. So since I am the victor of last episode, self-proclaimed. No self-proclaimed, one, we okay. We didn't actually keep score, but I'm the victor. I'm going to let you go first, Miss Brittany. All right. Do you have a theory ready for us? I do. Are you ready? I'm ready. Again, for legal reasons, this is all a joke. But Queen Elizabeth is a cannibal. Huh? <laughs> I mean, she has survived like 14 presidents or something crazy, so. Ever wondered how long, how the Queen of England has managed to live so long? I sure have. British historian Hubert Humdinger. Yep, that's, that's the one I want doing my research on this. 100% all this credibility about the window, but please continue. Has the answer. She must eat human flesh to be so vivacious. 
In 2012, the site Dear Dirty America claimed to have confirmed (laughs) Humdinger's reports when a serviceman at Windsor Castle claimed to discover human remains inside the Queen's private freezer. Can you tell me that website again? (laughs) Dear Dirty America. Dear Dirty America. America. (laughs) That's where your crazy uncle from across the pond is sending you his news from. Yep. (laughs) So... So that's, here, that's not even cannibalism. That's that's is it vampirism? Is that how you say it? What? No, no. It's it's human remains. So it's it's no. That's necrophilia. No, no that's when you necrophilia have sex. is when you when you have sex with dead body. You're. I'm gonna start calling you Owen because so far you were <laughs> Owen one for this for this argument. Okay. So so here's where we're gonna get into the conversation. Of the cultural significance no. of cannibalism. There is no cultural significance of cannibalism. I refuse to believe that those words go together in And any up kind until of 200 sentence. years ago, approximately, we were still using parts of the body to administer remedies for common colds and things like that. And this here, folks, is why I don't let Brittany research her own episodes. Because she, <laughs> she will sink her teeth into one singular topic and obsess over it and find ways to bring it up in casual conversation. Because in, in times of turmoil, in times of catastrophe, is it actually was an accepted way to find nutrition. So Queen Elizabeth, this is a, she's in a time of catastrophe? No, she might have just, it, it's probably a family tradition. Well, I mean, because, you know, there there is an ongoing consistent theory that the, if we're going full Alex Jones here, that the elites are using stem cells and baby blood and all this other things to stay youthful. The problem is Queen Elizabeth has looked 316 since I was four years old. So her remedy, it's its like the. Uh, but maybe that's what you get for actually consuming the body and not just fluid. Well, no, this is Nicholas Flamel from Harry Potter all over again. He has just enough elixir to keep himself going, but he's going to fucking die soon. <laughs> Nicholas Flamel, if you guys aren't familiar, is one who created the philosophers or the sorcerer's stone if you're from America. No. Yes. I refuse to believe this one. Like I said, it could be a family tradition. I mean, they were doing this shit pretty. Literally, her daddy could have been eating bodies. I mean, look, I know that from where you come from, family traditions are important. I get it. But your sister uncle has got to understand this is not (laughs) going to make its way into the main show. And just like that, we were banned from streaming any of our podcasts to any of the UK. So I've got one for you. Okay. Avril Lavigne was replaced by a clone named Melissa. I've actually heard of this one. So you're already acknowledging that I'm correct. Got it. No, I've heard of this one because she went on such a large stint of like just not being around. Yeah. And then she all of a sudden made a comeback and they used like her nose as a example as to why she wasn't. Am I calling you out right now? No. So Okay. A conspiracy that started on, on a Brazilian fan website. That's where I get all my news. Claims that, a be- that at the beginning of her career, Avril Lavigne used a body double whose name is Melissa. Apparently, the singer passed away back in 2003, and the producers were keen to use Melissa as the new Avril Lavigne. One piece of evidence to this conspiracy theory is the sudden change in Avril's style. The real, quote-unquote, Avril prefer- preferred tomboy looks, and Melissa's definitely more girly. <sighs> I should have maybe picked this one. So, some, fans, <laughs> <Keep going. laughs> some fans even believe that there are clues in the songs about Melissa becoming the new Avril Lavigne, such as the lyrics in the song Slip Away, where she sings, the day you slipped away was the day I found it won't be the same. There's also a creepy photo of Avril where she has this, the name Melissa written on her hand. Weirdly enough, this conspiracy theory has more evidence than most other conspiracies on this list. It really makes you think. 
So try try and prove me wrong here. Okay. Melissa Levine sounds. I mean that Photoshop that exists. So that Melissa picture. Two thousand three. There was photo editing back then. Look, Brittany, I'm a ufologist. I <laughs> if I can easily just disprove and write off that photo editing and video editing software exists, my career is gonna skyrocket. Okay. Then let's talk about the lyrics that they use, for example, that aren't generic lyrics that could literally be used for, you know, any death, like any breakup. What? No, this is any it, friendship. She ending. might as well have come out and said, hi, my name's Melissa. Avril Lavigne died. No three. Yeah. Okay. She quite literally, that's about the, that's about as direct as you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's you really want to uh, go with this look, one. You really want to support this one. I, I, I have access to your Facebook. So if all of a sudden, if you're friends with Brittany Clark on Facebook and it says Owen Clark, you'll know what happened, <laughs> but it won't be Owen one. It'll be Owen two because you're, you are on the road for back to back defeats here. You you're aware of it. You better bring some heat with this next theory. The ice bucket challenge was really a satanic ritual. Oh, I'm <laughs> go on. <I'm, laughs> you had, you had my interest. <laughs> When the Ice Bucket Challenge began circulating the web in 2014, a number of suspicious theories came with it. Several critics took to YouTube, hoping to reveal the true motivations behind the challenge. Okay. With many of them claiming that ALS benefit was a ritual purification cleansing for what would be the largest human sacrifice in history, part of a hidden Illuminati code passed down by Satan himself. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna completely derail you right now. Okay, <laughs> so if we are to believe Christianity, uh-huh. which is I mean that could that could make this list. But let's be honest, where does Satan supposedly live? In hell, correct? Yeah. So the ALS ice water bucket challenge <laughs> is to appease Satan, who lives in eternal flame. No, not if you go by the seven layers of hell or whatever it is. Okay, this is the problem. If you don't know what you're talking about, you shouldn't throw the theories out there. Because this holds no water. There's literally a frozen fucking tundra on the <laughs> layers of hell. All uh, Okay, so where does the Satan... First off, why are we connecting the Illuminati and Satan? These are two separate groups. <laughs> two very separate groups who Satanic notoriously panic. publicly <laughs> dislike one another. Satanic panic. <laughs> Okay, you can't, it's like when I say big book, it just doesn't suddenly make, it doesn't make sense of what we're talking about. No, I, this one, I, it was just laughably absurd that I just had to, I had to include this one, even if it, it made me lose this little round here. <laughs> so, so but, but let's break this down. So it's a cleansing ritual for the largest human sacrifice. One, if you're cleansing, you're not going to use something that's that uncomfortable. An ice bucket challenge is very uncomfortable. You're shivering. You're not focusing. It stops your focus. Like literally, if you there's a connection between cold temperatures and and, and lack of brain function yeah. because your body has to focus on survival. So well, for a, I, I guess if you're if you're only focused on survival, you are much more susceptible to human sacrifice. <laughs> but okay, so here's my question. There's just it's a he's a pretty unknown YouTuber. You might have heard of him. His name is Markiplier. Um, he actually did this challenge oh, and he didn't get sacrificed. Have you, have you ever heard of Markiplier before? Oh God. <laughs> have you ever consumed maybe a thousand hours of his content? If I go through your watch history, is it every video that he's put out in the past three years? Shut up. How about that? And he's, Make that seven. And he's still around. So 
Brittany, you you got like a handful I more told to bring you. the heat. I told you I had to do it to you. Yeah, well, nothing brings the heat quite as much as poisonous government snow. All right. I, I know where this went. Bill Gates, right? No. This conspiracy theory first became popular in Georgia, where after two inches of snow in Atlanta, people started to notice something rather odd about the way the snow reacted to heat. The video that went viral shows people trying to melt the snow with blow torches, but it simply wouldn't melt. Many people started to believe that this was the way the government was spreading chemicals while pretending it was just frozen water. The reason behind the government might want to poison the entire state of Georgia wasn't actually explained, but that's not really relevant to the theory. Florida, they, maybe. Not Georgia. <laughs> many people online jumped to the snow in the government's defense, explaining that snow turning black instead of melting is an entirely natural phenomenon caused by the same chemical element that fills up a lighter, known as butane. But what about the water? Where does it go? No one knows. Boom. That's if, if I could drop this mic and it wasn't $400, I would. Okay. Well, here's the thing. So you remember that cloud phenomenon I showed you where clouds were falling from the sky? Yes. And it actually turned out to be like a foam party? Yep. Don't you think that could be easily faked as well? So you're telling me that someone faked... Who has enough foam to drop two inches of snow across the entirety of Atlanta? No. It doesn't have to be the entirety of Atlanta. It just has to look similar for the patch of snow that they're melting. I don't, I'm not, I'm not following here. Cause it just, I, I it's like a train is coming down the, it, I hear it. It's saying Brittany lost another round. Yeah. Okay. That's the, all I'm hearing right now. They couldn't put some kind of white substance on top of the snow to make it not melt. It definitely snowed in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm not saying happened. it didn't snow. I'm saying that wherever they were shooting uh-huh. this flamethrower, yes. they were putting some kind of substance on top of the snow. So you're telling me that it's more likely that people lied on the internet <laughs> for views <laughs> than it is that our government was poisoning all of Georgia with poison snow. Apparently they wanted a peach shortage. Uh, okay. See, this is again, now we're thinking outside the box. Maybe it's all about peaches. Big book is behind peaches. <laughs> Okay. Uh, You got some fire for me? NASA knows about a second sun, and they've hidden it from us. I agree with this one already. You already won this round. When NASA reported the discovery of Planet 9 in 2016, astronomer Paul Cox took to the internet to speculate that the planet was actually a second sun. In a live video posted on a robotic telescope service site called SLU, Cox examined Mercury's transits and pointed out a second sun. NASA and other organizations, they usually hide that kind of stuff away from us. Of course. Cox said. They don't tell us the truth, but there it is. I will say that after our investigation into, who was the gentleman from UK, the hacker? I I don't remember his name off the top of my head. You asked me too quick, but I I know who you're talking about. The guy who, he found the images. From NASA. Undoctored and doctored. Correct, yes. So, I mean, there is evidence of NASA, especially, hiding that kind of information from us. Is the second sun behind the current sun? No. So we actually have an exoplanet that circles around our galaxy, and it circles around like every 2,000 years or something like that. That's how long it takes human years to make one orbit. People are saying that that that's the sun, the second sun. Okay. So then we have to go back to last episode. Why would the moon need a blanket if it has two suns? Well, the exoplanet is so far away, it actually doesn't really impact 
it wouldn't impact the heat distribution for our entire solar system. See, I'm sold on this one because you could literally tell me that there are space ducks, actual ducks in space. And I'd be like, you know, I don't know enough about space to decline this. And understand that this might hold some merit. I'm going to have to give you this round, but I want to bring up something else today. So I saw this uh, Facebook post that had like 3,600 likes and, and, and several real like comments. I thought that this was a legitimate post of this gentleman who said he went and met with Buzz Aldrin, not uh-huh. Buzz Lightyear, Buzz Aldrin. Both, <laughs> both are space commanders, but one is, you know, real and one's fictional. We'll figure out which one that is later. <laughs> anyway, it was a supposed quote by Buzz Aldrin who said, okay, I've never told anyone this, but I swear to fucking God, I opened the window it was fucking fine. And people thought it was real that while Buzz Aldrin was in <sighs> on the moon, he opened the window and was fucking fine. <laughs> and this is the problem with these episodes that we have. Cause some people are like, well, Bob, it's, it's cl- like people are gonna say, Bob, Brittany, it's clear. You guys are joking. It's Friday. You're having a great time. People will listen to this and be like, holy fucking shit. ALS ice bucket challenge was in fact ran by the satanic church. They make some amazing points here. For legal reasons, this is all a joke. We don't have a fucking choice but to say that consistently because if that's what it takes to convince somebody is it, they literally, they went into Photoshop, they put a nice background and then superimposed a picture of Buzz Aldrin's face next to it like it's an actual quote and people bought a hook, line and sinker. I opened the window and I was fine. I was fucking fine. It wasn't sucked out in the vacuum of fucking space. Didn't die in like 0.002 seconds. It's fine, Brittany, because you just opened the window. All right. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Actually, no, Bezos. Bezos, you opened that window. Okay. Fingers crossed. (laughs) So how about this one? April is the government's blood sacrifice season. All right. I'm just going to go ahead and put this out there. It's because that's when taxes are due. Is that when taxes are due? Yes. That makes perfect sense. (laughs) April 15th is when taxes are due. Well, this might actually explain this then. Some people notice that oddly enough, a huge amount of tragedies happen during the month of April. (laughs) I mean, I think about offing myself every time I have to pay taxes. So (laughs) this isn't, I might've picked the wrong one here. Yeah. Uh, According to these people, April is actually the government's blood sacrifice season. And during this month, the government performs sacrifices to the demon God Baal. No. Oh my God. I should have picked this one. And then later <laughs> disguises these sacrifices as tragedies. Since many tragedies tend to, uh, tend to happen around the same time in April, even CNN has published an article questioning this tragic and unexplainable coincidence. We all know CNN is a very reputable source. Oh, uh, very. That's uh, actually where I'm getting my conspiracy <laughs> theories from. Uh, weirdly enough, mid April has actually been the period of sacrifice throughout many civilizations and the cult of Baal used to worship their God of sun and fertility by sacrificing humans in fire. Conspiracy theorists believe that this horrible tradition is continued by the government in the form of gunfires, explosions, and death. Mic drop. Really? It makes perfect sense. How? Uh, well. How? So, so let me ask you a question. Do you remember last April? Exactly. Yes, you I were, do. You no, know, because you were brainwashed the entire <laughs> oh month of April. Oh my fucking God. It's like the Hunger Games. But they've advanced. And they did, first off, Ohio, Are you really, Ohio might as well be District 7 as is. Are you really asking anyone to try and remember anything in these past two I, years? I want anyone to tell me what they did last April. We actually had a Haystink merch drop. That was our first t-shirt we, drop. We, we think. 
Yeah. But wait until my next topic. That's going to also, I'm going to double down. This should be double points for me. Go fuck yourself. How about that one? I think so far we are what? Three to one right now. No, no. Three to two. No. We'll let the viewers vote on this one. Okay. Well, first and foremost, if they don't vote for me, I will cry. (laughs) Understand I am, I am an adult man who is very sensitive (laughs) when it comes to like public acceptance. He's very competitive. Okay. What do you got for me? Some believe the chamber behind Mount Rushmore holds some big secrets. I agreed. Most people know Mount Rushmore as one of the most recognizable landmarks in the U.S. as the faces of George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Abraham Lincoln, and Theodore Roosevelt are carved into it. But not many people know that there is a hidden chamber behind Lincoln's head. The sculptor Gutzo Borglum created an 18-foot door behind the landmark that leads to an open room that is 74 feet long and 35 feet high. Borglum intended to place America's prized possessions in this room. It was supposed to be the Hall of Records. While the room does contain important historical documents like the U.S. Constitution and the Declaration of Independence, it's now sealed off from the public, leading many to create theories. Some believe the government is hiding something incredibly secretive in there, like proof of extraterrestrial beings, as only one example, I'm going to put that out there. Well, first off, I, I want to interject for a second. You just told Nicolas Cage where to find everything. You are absolutely right, because others believe there are hidden treasures in the room, an idea explored in Nicolas Cage's National Treasure Book of Secrets. First off, Nicolas Cage is a national treasure. Uh, yeah, right up there with uh, Nickelback. No. Yes. See, I know you said Nickelback. It's it's late. You're tired. Nickelback, Nicholas Cage. You're you're tired. You Nick. meant to say Kid Rock. I understand <laughs> that Kid Rock and the Chef should be on our mm-hmm. should be on our flag, and they're not. And their faces should be carved in Mount Rushmore. <laughs> it's just four chefs and then Kid Rock over top with a fucking double wide. <laughs> No, no so, Kid Rock needs to move on top of Mount Rushmore in his double wide with a deck. That's fair. So what's actually funny, though, is when I was doing my research for the Dumbs video, I did uh, around a year ago at this point, maybe a little longer than a year ago. Um, there was actually a lot of conspiracy theories surrounding Mount Rushmore, that there are more hidden caverns and things because of something to do with the, the location and the way that it was strip mined and bored out for the uh, sculpture to last so long it only made sense that these interconnecting caverns would come to a central point like in, a hub in Lincoln's head. Yeah. But that there would be different, you know, routes to get these items out. Should it have to happen? And so there's actually a, quite a few people in the military community who like the uh, base community rather, who are all for that actually being a, a dumb. Um, I mean, it could be, it very well could be. Yeah. So, okay. Especially since it's off of public access now. Yeah. I'm going to give you this one. All right. You get a point. <laughs> With it's, your fucking broken ass point system. Every time you talk, cur- you get a it's point. It's currently six to one. <laughs> uh, we are 30 minutes in. I don't think you're coming back. So let me tell you about the phantom time hypothesis. What? This historical conspiracy theory was first published in 1991, one year before I was born. And it basically states that 297 years of our history didn't exist. Hubert Illig, the author of this conspiracy, believed that events from 614 to 911 have been faked. That includes the entire uh, figure of Charlemagne in that entire period. According to Illig, one of the main reasons we shouldn't believe these 297 years actually took place 
is the scarcity of archaeological evidence from that period of time. Although there are many people who believe this theory, again, no distinct reason why anyone would be interested in adding those years, historians have still rejected this proposal because historians are dumbasses. End of story. And given the fact that I am still pretty sure we're in a simulation, it makes sense the save file got overwritten. I mean, I think back in PS1 memory card days, that was very common. <laughs> Who's to say the supercomputer didn't have a glitch for a couple hundred years and they had to like manually rewrite the save? Fuck the supercomputer, for oh, one. It makes perfect fucking sense, Brittany. But I can't argue because I don't know very much about that time period. So I will give you this one free and clear, except for I do want to look more into that. Where's the archaeology? Like, where... Maybe they changed how they buried stuff or how they preserved their bodies during maybe, that time period. Maybe it didn't exist because they knew we'd argue about this on the podcast. Yes. We are the sole reasons why that data was wiped. You are absolutely right. Look, as a content creator, I have to assume that I am the center of everyone's universe. And if I start to feel like I'm not, I will, in fact, throw a fit. I will throw <laughs> myself down the stairs <laughs> and I will say you pushed me. Oh, like you haven't said that before. Look, okay. What what I, what happens between me and a couple thousand strangers on the internet? That's not your business. <laughs> Shut up like a ding dong. Someone save me. <laughs> okay, so I, I got a few that are going to hit a little close to home, but I, I want to hear what your rebuttal is. Because at this point, it sounds like I bring these up. You're like, that makes perfect logical sense, Bob. I think that you're telling me the truth right now. And you just keep digging that hole further and further behind you. Let me ask you something, Bob. You ready for this? I'm ready. When's the last time you actually seen someone inside a mattress firm? I uh, never. <laughs> I, I know that they exist. I've seen plenty of them. So maybe in house. I think that's where Dr. Wilson and that fictional TV show bought a mattress from. No, I think that was an off brand, like secondhand fucking mattress store they went to. Okay. Then never. I've been into a mattress firm once because they had a deal on their window and then I end up walking out because the bed fucking sucked. Hang on. Is this them laundering money for the, <laughs> the no. So understand that this was a theory over in Ireland initially. Oh, was it really? Not, not with this particular brain, but there was a, a handful of fronts and they, they kind of followed the, the crime syndicates of, of New York who would use like certain Italian restaurants as fronts to launder money. And the IRA was supposedly doing the same thing before they got into embezzling into things like massively overpriced arts and things like that to get, to launder their money and to get money in and out of, out of different companies basically. Yeah. I didn't know that there was one here in the States though. There were a lot of mattress firm stores in Illinois, all within a few miles of one another. There's like 20 on the screenshot of the Google map that's showing yeah. with this article. Yeah. There's like 20 fucking mattress firms on this map. Interesting. So like mattress. Who's buying that many mattresses? Fuck if I know. Who can afford a brand new mattress? That, that's a better fucking get it question. Off. The best mattresses you can possibly buy are the $16 Facebook specials. Oh my God. No. And those are the ones where like. That's how you get fucking bud bag bugs. You just got to look at it and just say, well, how, how many people died on this bed? Three, if, less than five and it'll end as a king. Shit. And it had a mattress protector that ripped, but still protected most of it. Well, it's only a small stain of blood. That's, you know, four or five feet in length. It's fine. <laughs> I, I'm going to sleep on the, I'll flip the bitch. <laughs> if it saves me $2,500, because mattresses are ridiculous. When you're my size, everything is more expensive, but. 
finding like a, a proper king size bed because everyone likes to play the king size bed game. That's a real conspiracy theory right there is why are certain king size beds not fucking this? Why are they not the same size? And I'm not saying California king versus king. I mean like actual king size beds are yes, different sizes. We have went and laid on them and I can't, I, some of my fit perfectly. Some of them, my legs hang off the edge. Yeah. It, and it wasn't like it was bare mattress. That wasn't like pillows and headboard yeah. and all that kind of shit. It was That's, literally bare mattress. So I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to, to disband your clearly lesser conspiracy theory with one of my more plausible ones, but continue. <laughs> Big book owns mattresses. That would make more sense. Jakey Rowling doesn't exist. Neither does mattresses. <laughs> so there was a, a shit ton of these fucking mattress firms in Illinois. And apparently people believe that was a money laundering business. In 2018, a Reddit user brought attention to the fact that there was a high concentration of mattress firm stores in certain areas of the U.S. Yeah. Especially in Chicago. A Reddit a thread quickly went viral with thousands sharing photos and maps that show mattress firm stores within 0.5 miles of each other and sometimes even across the street. This led people to theorize that the retail company is a money laundering business. Mattress Firm is some kind of giant money laundering scheme, one Reddit user wrote. I remember seeing four mattresses, uh, more four mattress firms all on each corner of an intersection once, and there was no way there is such a high demand for mattresses. And yeah. here's, I'm going to add to this. So the time that I went into Mattress Firm, uh, the one singular time as an adult I went to Mattress Firm, I, they had like a, it was like $2.99 for a queen size bed and box spring. Like I said, it was a shitty bed, but I went in there. I was like, okay, well, if I buy this today, when's the delivery? Oh, four to five weeks. We don't keep inventory in store. Okay. Why are you a fucking store? Yeah. Why am I going to come in and lay on this fucking bed just to wait for five goddamn weeks? See, this is who the, the fuck are they? This is one of those theories though. It's so, it sounds so outlandish and ridiculous. And then when you stop and think it, it's like that your neighbors are all, have you ever heard that the experience that your neighbors are actually NPCs? I believe it sometimes. Well, because someone asked the question, when was the last time you saw your neighbors carrying groceries? Oh God. Like legitimately, like, when's the last time you saw your neighbors carrying groceries? You see them get into their car and leave and go about their daily routine, but stuff something as mundane as getting groceries. Most people have never actually seen their neighbors bringing in groceries unless you have a personal connection or relationship with your neighbor. And Interesting. That's, that's kind of the, the theory is that you're actually breaking the simulation by forming a bond with someone that you're not supposed to form a bond with. Yeah, you're creating relationships within which then create real people. Yeah. Oh, God. I, this is back on the basculist <laughs> bullshit. Let me out. Yeah. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I got to give your theory. I think it holds some water. Because that... that <laughs> mattress firm sketch mattress firm is sketch okay so what are, you, you know the song american pie the bye bye this american, american pie, pie. <laughs> yes uh, so american pie by don mclean predicts the satanic communist takeover what the fuck did you just say to me you heard what i said some theories believe that the famous song that goes bye bye miss american pie actually predicts the satanic communist takeover of the united states if you need to, you can read it again because, yes, some people truly believe that this sta- statement makes perfect sense if you read the lyrics. A blog entry dedicated to analyzing the song states that as soon as I read those words the song, to the song American Pie, it occurred to me that maybe what the song was about was the takeover of America by foreign elements. Upon looking up and reading the lyrics, my suspicion was more than confirmed. The song actually has many crazy theories surrounding it, such as it's a song about the destruction of America, the assassination of JFK, and it also hints at the death of God. Well, even though it's definitely an iconic song with a rather deep meaning, we doubt it had anything to do with the satanic communist takeover, but we didn't write it. So what do we know? Exactly. You did not write it. So what so, do you know? Here's the thing. When it comes to any kind of art that's expressed, whether that be music, whether that be physical art, digital art, uh, writing, poetry, novels, short stories, Unless the author or creator actually comes out and says, yes, this is what I mean. It's always going to be up for interpretation. It's just like the Avril Lavigne quote. It can mean anything to anyone. It's like dream interpretation and magic. So this is the fucking funny thing is, is Kelly Clarkson has a, uh, uh, like a talk show now. And they recently had, someone's going to crucify me for this. I can't remember the Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters was on. Oh, okay. And she's telling Dave Grohl how much the song, the, uh, the learn to fly song, Oh God, how much it meant to her and how it got her through so many troubling and hard times. And she wanted, she's like, you know, this is all the things it means to me. What were you thinking? Like, you know, you're, you're going to make your way back home. You're going to learn to fly. You're going to do all these things. Was Dave, what did this mean to you? And he goes, I wanted to be a pilot at that time. Oh my God. And, and everyone's laughing. And he's like, no, like I, I legitimately wanted to be a pilot. I wanted to learn to fly. So I wrote a song about going back home and learning to fly that right there is why artists don't usually come out and say what it actually meant. Because once he said that it ruined meanings for people, people want to create their own realities. People want to create their own opinions, especially when it comes to these kinds of art forms. That's fair. So what you're saying is I'm right. And that's another Uh, point. What I'm saying is that you were completely wrong. What I'm hearing is exactly what you want to hear, which is the complete opposite of what I'm saying. Like so, usual. So out of curiosity, when did we get that new co-host? I, I, I met her briefly. I, her name was some like Latin thing. It was long. Owen, I think was her name. <laughs> uh, Cause it's, what it, was it? Two. Owen two was her, her last name as well. So mm-hmm. that's, that's the full name. Cause you're going to be fucking Owen two by the time this is done. <laughs> Cause your theories are weak. Mysterious clouds formed over Myrtle beach, South Carolina in 2001. Okay. That was smog because nobody at Myrtle beach takes a shower. <laughs> So I can Prompting debunk this already. Conspiracy theories. If I was ever convinced about some place not actually being real, it's probably Dirty Myrtle. Dirty Myrtle is so bad 
that it should it just shouldn't exist. So for any any new listener, why is it dirty Myrtle? Why do you dislike Myrtle Beach? It's the nastiest beach you can vacation to, uh, minus probably some beaches in Florida. Well, it, and it's so funny because the amount of people in Ohio who they look forward to their family vacation to Myrtle Beach, like that's a that's a fucking trip that they're excited about and they're telling their friends about. Then I meet you and we get into a relationship like Dirty Myrtle. I'm like, oh, fuck. I don't, what happened there? <laughs> Who is that bitch? I, I thought that's half, half our relationship. I thought that was just your relation, your name in high school. Oh, my fucking God. Did, did she live in the toilet like <laughs> in Harry Potter? Okay, but please continue to tell me how the clouds aren't real. <laughs> On January 7th, 2011, strange clouds appeared over Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. They looked as if they were a hole punched in the sky. We thought at first they were a tornado clouds, but the air was so still, like mausoleum still, one witness told National Geographic. Just knew it was unusual. I've lived on the beach for years and never seen anything like that. When people uploaded images of the clouds, the internet was ablaze with conspiracy theories. Many blamed HARP, <laughs> the facility in Alaska that some believe can control the weather or can cause natural disasters. Other conspirators said it to be extraterrestrial UFOs, while one person said it was the second coming of Christ, according to National Geographic. One expert said the clouds are most likely formed by military aircraft flying close together. Okay, I can tell you what happened. Do you want to know? So the there's a lot of old fucking people in Myrtle Beach. <laughs> Dirty Myrtle. It's like Florida. Florida is God's waiting room. Let's just be honest. <laughs> that's where you go to die. Myrtle Beach isn't that far off. And when old people are left out in the sun too long, they start to fucking get a little weird. People in general with that much sun, they get they get kind of fucking odd. Yeah, they really do. So what happened is they saw a fucking jet go by that left a little stream. And they're like, this is fucking aliens. Alaska's coming out, causing a tsunami, and the aliens are stopping them. That's what happened. Too much sun on the fucking beach. I don't know. Dirty Myrtle's a weird fucking place. Have you ever been to Dirty Myrtle? Uh, when I was younger, we, we, we I remember going to Sliding Rock Mountain in Tennessee, I'm pretty sure, and I ripped my swim trunks there, and then I had to go swim in Myrtle Beach with a big hole in my ass, but I wouldn't buy me any more $6 swim trunks. No, uh, Sliding Rock is on North Carolina side, I'm okay. pretty sure. Well, regardless, I, I remember going there, then going to Myrtle Beach. I, I remember a lot of people smoking on the beach. It's 90, so 90s were a weird time. I'm almost positive I saw someone doing meth. It's so disgusting. It's literally, it's not even the drugs or the drinking or the piss. Downtown, like the boardwalk by the beach, literally always smells like piss. People are pissing everywhere in that fucking town. My favorite thing is- They just pee on everything. My favorite thing that I just told you as a child, I think I saw someone doing meth on a beach and you're like fucking perfect. Fucking mint. Makes perfect sense. I've been there. (laughs) And you just went straight to the piss. (laughs) Not the seven-year-old watching someone, you know, break up a meth rock. <laughs> I, okay, I will give you it, it's though. It's so bad. Myr- Myrtle Beach is one of those places that's, uh, I, I saw a post the other day of, like, things that don't seem to match up with reality. You know, it was like a 7-Eleven at 3 a.m., an abandoned church, playgrounds after dark. Dirty Myrtle. Dirty Myrtle. Because <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like Bourbon Street in New Orleans. Your mind, even no matter how much time you spend there, your mind cannot comprehend what's happening. Correct. Because and it's not one, even the alcohol. Well, We've been down at sober. Yeah, because on one side, you've got a guy juggling with fire across to a dude that's supposedly homeless with a nicer watch than I can afford. And then you walk four feet up and someone's topless giving out shots 
while another dude's throwing up on a fucking police horse. <laughs> like that, that is the problem. Yeah. Okay. It's, Dirty Myrtle is permanently ruined in my mind. That's okay. So we got probably two more each here, I would say. Yeah. Uh, this one's a heater. Are you ready? Saved by the Bell was a vehicle for the Illuminati. <sighs> Turns out that teen high school comedy Saved by the Bell was riddled with hidden message, messages endorsing Satanism. Isn't everything. Uh, there's a website that exposes the true intentions of the show's creators and its stars, as well as hidden messages in the theme tune. What a giveaway. Despite the Illuminati being all-powerful space lizards who control the world and everything in it, they couldn't find it in their scary little hearts to reward the guy who played Mr. Belding with a movie career. Yikes. Some gratitude, huh? Yikes. I'm waiting for the rebuttal here. Because it just it just makes sense. No, it doesn't. I tell you what does make sense. Did you ever watch Saved by the Bell? I did, and I, I watched a little bit of it, and then I watched a little bit of the remake. Not okay. it, the, it wasn't a remake. It was like their kids yeah, yeah, yeah. came back. and it, That was like the ass end of my Disney watching days. Okay. But conspiracy that comes around TV network, there's room for it. They are shady fuckers out there. Dan Snyder is one of them. The Nickelodeon fucking. Is that the feet guy? The feet fetish fucking guy. Where literally every episode I watch of like Victorious, um, Cat or whatever uh, her Car- name. I think I Carly. Carly as well, yeah. Yeah, she was. They always had feet stuff. I never understood it. I do understand there being creepy and disgusting conspiracy theories about some of these stars, especially when it comes to children actors. I mean, they are subjected to a lot of horrible stuff. Yeah. Lizard overlords that come from outer space, ain't it? So here's the thing. Have you ever seen a lizard overlord? Ever. I've seen renditions. Have you ever seen one in person? No. Have you ever been in a room and your phone connected to Wi-Fi? <laughs> yeah, yes or no? We're, we got we to gotta keep this serious. Have you ever been in a room where your phone connected to Wi-Fi? And you're going to say, because I can't see the Wi-Fi, I can't see the Lizard Overlord. It makes perfect sense. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> it's, it's like a thing, like, I'm not saying I'm Batman, but you've never seen us both in the same room together. <laughs> so it makes perfect sense. I thought you, for a second, I thought you were saying you've never seen me and you in a room together. I'm like, what the fuck are you well, talking no, then about? Then that would imply that you're Batman and you're a female and that's just, it's not canon. Jesus fucking Christ. So, it will be okay, at so, this rate. I think that puts me like 15 to one. Oh my God. I'm not. Are you just going to move it down to 0.5 so you feel better? Look, Owen, <laughs> I'm going to need you to chill way the fuck out. I'm fucking Owen. All right. We, we both, oh, you have two more. I have one more. And my last one, I'm telling you, this is like 1987 World Series, 104 fucking mile an hour pitch coming down. Okay. So you better just fucking light me up. Apollo 17 wasn't the last moon mission. Yeah, I fully believe that actually. Do you really? Yeah. Okay. Let me ask you this. Is it because of the movie Apollo 18? Yes. Okay. <laughs> then you Sub- fit into this Subconsciously, yes. <laughs> you fit into this category. After the success of Apollo 17 in 1972. Oh my God. It's really been that long. Yes. And we haven't gone back. We're so disappointing as a what, country. What did we see there? 
that made us moon's haunted made us skip the moon and go to mars <laughs> no have you seen that meme where the astronauts like he comes back and the, the, <laughs> the guy at the uh the base is like well that was fast he's cocking a gun he's like moon's haunted what moon's haunted he <laughs> fucking takes off yes. yes that makes it makes perfect sense so apparently because of the success of apollo 17 in 1972 america stopped sending astronauts to the moon NASA claimed they had logged all the research they needed and the government funding was reduced. That's horseshit. But a movie about a fictional Apollo 18 came out. It's now believed. Now some believe that the mission was real and ended tragically when the astronauts had a run in with aliens. See, the only thing, my biggest problem with us going to the moon and I'm not, I, I don't believe that we didn't go to the moon, but if I were to not believe that we didn't go to the moon, it would have to be, there's no dollar general there. <laughs> that's it that's the one i have seen dollar generals built overnight in the middle of cornfields yeah so you're telling me that we went to an undisturbed place without a single dollar general and it's not there apparently so <sighs> yeah I, I think i'm gonna give you another half a point so you're at <laughs> half a point really it makes sense i i also understand but from the public speculation the public eye these kind of movies they sell, right? Because it's you know it was a big event when we went to the moon. Like it we, still we, is. Yeah, like, absolutely. I mean, in my opinion, it it's still like the most fascinating and intriguing thing that we have done as a country in a very long time. When it yeah. comes to advancement to technology and traveling beyond our means, because that's always been like a actual goal for ancient civilizations to fly among the stars. It's something they literally dreamed about. They worshiped. No, I I completely agree. And I, I I also like what you said about the country. It brought us together as a country. Everyone remembers what they were doing on that day. They remember the shit, you know, sharing memories with their parents, that kind of stuff. So it was definitely vitally important. So I could understand the recreation of that in something like pop culture, media being a movie and people wanting to romanticize that and maybe even confuse it to an extent with actual true events. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. It's it's definitely a very momentous time in our history. Yeah, very emotional time as well. Yeah. So speaking of emotions, did you know that Jay-Z is a time-traveling vampire? You're just going to throw that in there? Yeah. Just going to let that slide on by? Well, I figure if I said it fast enough, because it's it goes along with my clipboard theory. If you're holding, you know, carrying a clipboard or carrying a ladder, no one's going to bother you. They're going to assume that you're in charge. We just went through like a very serious emotional conversation. You're like, what is not serious and emotional about Jay-Z, the Illuminati head, being a time-traveling vampire? Because there are vast, there are vast <laughs> reasons of the internet devoted to explaining why Jay-Z is part of the Illuminati. Hence, certain photos, which was taken in New York in 1939, appeared a few years ago. He was accused then of being a time traveler and a vampire. There's actually a video that lists other old-time celebrity lookalikes and temporal temporal anomalies, as well as suggesting that Hollywood stars don't age because they are mortal, blood-sucking undead. It makes perfect sense. To who? Everyone. Oh, okay. But you. Why? Okay, have you ever seen Jay-Z and a vampire in the same room together? I, 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 didn't, I didn't think you have, because you haven't. Do you see Wi-Fi? You don't see Jay-Z. Exactly. I, I love these ones, because it's, it's like the Keanu Reeves meme, that you know he doesn't age and he's, he's looked the same for years. Some people just have that gift, and that gift is money. <laughs> that's exactly what money, it is you can look young forever 
Because there's this contraption called Botox <laughs> that does wonders if your fucking face starts to sag. Yep. But I understand the Illuminati thing a little bit. Because when you think about power couples. Jay-Z and Beyonce are definitely yes. up there. Like, I mean, they're They're, they're literally, they're on an empire. Yeah, I, I'm almost positive they are, like, collectively, they're the they're two richest people that are in rap. In pop culture, probably, yeah. yeah. It makes perfect sense. They literally built a fucking empire. And how they started was kind of weird. So my favorite thing here is I can be just enough. I can throw just enough charisma at you. I (laughs) just rolled a nat 20. So normal that you're going to be sucked into my theories. Like, you know, he's making a fucking lot of sense over here. (laughs) And the listeners by this point are like, wasn't supposed to be a game. Why is she agreeing with everything he said? Cause I'm that good audience. Yeah. You're fucking schmoozing me over here. Here's the thing. When you go to school for business, you learn how to, you fucking schmoozer. You you know how to pull one over on a podcast. You fucking schmoozer. Uh, This uh, schmoozer. Good one. Schmoozer. You got me good. This is my first fucking liar, liar, pencil fire. This is the first time I've used my bachelor, my fucking bachelor's (laughs) in business management ever. So let me have this one. (laughs) I mean, I don't think Jay-Z is a vampire, but. See, that's the problem you're thinking. Oh my fucking God. I am bringing you cold, hard, off the press facts. And you're over here trying to attach thoughts and logic. Of course. Two plus two equals four, no matter which way you do it. And you think Jay-Z being a vampire. vampire, No matter what way you do the math, it's you're going to come up to two things. For legal reasons, this is all a joke. His wife is one of the most talented pop stars of our generation. And he is, in fact, a time-traveling vampire. That's that's it. All right. Okay, so you got one more. I got one more. I'm going to make you a deal here, okay? This is going to be one-time special. Your next one's worth 15 points. Do you accept my deal? All right, I accept. You guys heard it. You heard it here first. This is where Brittany crashes and burns. And you're not at six, 15 points. Okay. Right now it's like 32 to one and a half. <laughs> no, I don't accept. Okay. Okay. Fine. It is 15 to 14. Okay. What is your next one count as one? 15. <laughs> <laughs> next one counts as one. All right. Siri can predict the apocalypse. Huh? <laughs> like, the, like iPhone Siri. Yes. Okay. Amazing as it may seem, given that it can't do anything else you typically ask it to do, Siri can predict the apocalypse. Or did, anyway. When asked in 2013 what day is 27th July 2014, Apple's cheery assistant supposedly replied, the opening of the gates of Hades, a.k.a. the end of the world. That date is now ages ago, and the gates of Hades remains closed. But here's the thing. Siri knows a lot. Siri has predicted a lot. Siri is big book. Is big book. Big book is behind Apple (laughs) the entire time. (laughs) Turns out big book is behind behind every technological advancement ever. Well, think about it. Siri is actually an AI program. It it literally is artificial intelligence. In a simpler form than what we're talk we talked about on the Patreon episode, but still, it is a artificial intelligence. See, this one's interesting to me because I I, I get sucked in. To, I mean, you know this better than anybody. That three a.m. YouTube rabbit hole. I yeah. get sucked into it really bad sometimes. And there was a stint where I was going through videos. I didn't. I don't even have an iPhone. I, we didn't even have the iPad at the time. And I, I get sucked into these these like. Siri ghost stories and, and weird Siri things. answering yes. weird, weird things. And yep. I mean, ultimately, like I said, Siri is AI. It could potentially predict something. Okay. You, you say enough shit, it'll, it'll stick to the wall. 
So we need you guys to vote. Let us know who won because this is the last one I've got for you. This one's going to knock your socks off because okay. I know you're a fan of Egypt. Series listening. Dinosaurs help build the pyramids. No. Yep. They would have ate everyone. Of course the dinosaurs existed. Pastor Vince Finnick told Melta Today in 2007, it is mentioned in the book of Job. They were used to help build the pyramids. Finnech was director of the Accelerated Christian Academy in Masta, Malta, until its closure in July of 2012. Rather sadly, given its thrilling sci-fi curriculum, the school closed due to its having no students enrolled. Their website reports that a pyramid discovered in the Ukraine dates from the Jurassic period. So here's my only, I have one problem with this, is imagine a T-Rex holding a spade. Tiny arms doesn't, doesn't work very well, right? Now imagine a triceratops moving those blocks. Because at this point, everyone says, oh, it was aliens. Maybe it was dinosaurs. Maybe that's how they did this. No. Okay. Dinosaurs would crush and eat the humans who actually built, the cultural people who actually built these these pyramids. So first off, I have played a lot of Ark. <laughs> I happen to know if you knock a dinosaur out and you force feed it fucking berries, <laughs> hundreds, like thousands of berries, just shove them in every orifice. Eventually that dinosaur will do your bidding. <laughs> will be tamed. And, and then if you advance a little bit in technology, you can put robot armor on your dinosaurs that shoot lasers out of their eyes. I'm just saying, I'm not hearing anything of a rebuttal. I'm hearing you're using Ark, the video game Ark, the, the video game that has been broken Ever since it came out and is still not fixed to this day. It's broken because the entire design is based off of actual history that we refuse to accept. Robotic dinosaurs is is what you're going to stick to with our, let me guess, let me guess. They came back during that time period that was missed, right? The 200 years. Okay. Well, they respawned and wiped the system. The fact that we have no archaeological evidence during that couple hundred years. They ate all the bones and then they just flew off the fucking planet. Okay, well, went back into the center so of the earth. You, you are assuming dinosaurs haven't mastered space travel. They can build fucking pyramids. Of course, they've mastered space travel. <laughs> you're not, you're not schmoozing your way the, into they this. They were one. doing the Egyptians a favor in exchange. They would kill them in exchange. Oh. strange. <laughs> in exchange here, they they're like, look, Egyptians, you teach us your hermetic principles. We'll build you the pyramids. In exchange, we'll use those principles to build spaceships. It turns out the Cabalion's actually <laughs> the Cabalion is the key the to space is travel. Actually, the key to space travel. All right, that, I can't. No, it, it makes more sense if you don't listen to half of what I said. It makes it makes perfect sense, right? No, if, no, it if, doesn't. If I keep saying right, eventually, we'll be like, yeah, no, and I'll be like, I got you, I got you, bitch. I, I would be. Uh, this is the problem because of what I what I've said on this podcast. I can never run for political political office, but I'd be fucking great at it. You are a schmoozer. A hundred and ten percent. I accept that because all I'm hearing is that that that. Remember the SpongeBob halftime show where SpongeBob comes up in the bubble and it's sweet victory. That's what's happening in my head right now. Yeah. Well, the the people the people get to decide on this one. Okay. Well, here's the thing, people. <laughs> I have very low self esteem. Like Don't we're talking in the basement. Them. I don't have a lot of good things that happen to me. Excuse me. <laughs> and if you guys make me lose this competition, I'm not saying that my blood is on your hands because legally I can't say that. But what I will say morally is you will be the reason I kill myself. 
God, I love I love this series so much. For legal reasons, this is all a joke. No, and I understand people, some people might think, oh, you got Bob and Brittany were getting heated. No, this is 90% of our conversations. Like, literally, we just decided to make a series out of our actual conversations. Yeah, this is what actually happens behind the scenes. Yeah, you guys should hear us on, on our long drives to Kentucky. <laughs> but, hmm, see that cow over there? Yep. Bet his name's Philip. Bet he's in the mafia. Why? <laughs> see that spot on his eye? Got that from a gunfight. <laughs> no. Well, fucking go ask him. You want to go talk to Philip? Philip will murk you. I'm just saying, Philip the Cow's real. Philip the Cow, big book. It's all coming together. <laughs> Full circle. Like, what, all we're missing now is we got to get a second whiteboard with a little yarn connecting all these things together. And it's going to come back to one thing Chef Boyardee. <laughs> and with that being said, guys, make sure you let us know who won it. Do it on Facebook, do it on Patreon, send us an email, whatever you guys want to do. And if you guys have any conspiracies you guys want to throw out, anything you want to hear us debate about, let us know. You can you can even call the hotline. You know, that's mostly made for you guys to share your scary stories. But if you have a conspiracy theory, you have to let us know. You can text that number as well. So go to the Facebook group. Go to the hotline. Let us know what you're thinking. But with that being said. Unless you have anything else you want to add, Miss Brittany. Because I, I do not. I want to apologize publicly. For the big L I'm about to take. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's, it's getting harder and harder to do this. I was like, man, we did, we did this last month and I know she's not fully recovered from the beating she took. Do I really want to reopen the wounds and pour, pour salt in them? I don't know. I'm, then, I'm not admitting anything. I'm not admitting defeat on anything. You know who else does that? Fucking losers. <laughs> and with that being said, I think we're gonna have to add the second episode of for re- legal reasons. This is all a joke to our never ending, but are always growing. Tales from the Dark.